at the party, Richter. Welcome to See You at the Party, Richter. My name is Aaron Frescus, and I'm joined as always by Chris Chapman and Joseph Bet Castro. And in this episode, we'll be making our way through part two of Arnold's 1987 film, The Running Man. All right, let's get back into it. Hey, Killian! Here is Sub-Zero! Now, Plane Zero! Uh, we cut back to Killian as he's kind of getting shit from the Justice Department because I guess this is like the first time ever that a stalker has died. Uh, or at least that's what it seems like. But he tells him, hey, you can't have it both ways. If you want ratings, then people are going to die. There's nothing you can do about it. He makes a Gilligan's Island reference, which, I don't know. They, they paused on that joke for a second. I thought it was going to mean something, but then it, it didn't the really. It's and they're supposed yeah. to be the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the other person doesn't know what Gilligan's Island is. Yeah, he goes, so yeah. The, he starts to, like, the kind joke. of. <laughs> he's, he starts to kind of sing the theme song, and then he's like, yeah, the one on the boat. <laughs> Uh, and then we are back to the audience and Killian talking to another audience member. Uh, this dude is trying to pick between two stalkers and he can't decide. So Killian sends, tells him, well, why don't you just send both of them? And so they decide they're going to send Buzzsaw and Dynamo. Uh, Buzzsaw being the huge dude that we saw lift his motorcycle earlier, whose main thing is like a, a chainsaw and dynamo being a big fat dude with a light bright suit who can shoot electricity <laughs> yeah. um, and sing opera. Yeah. And he sings opera. Uh, as we get their intros, um, Killian is finding out about Amber from one of his producers and he's super into it. So they decide they're going to send her into the game. Um, they introduce her and as like Richard's uh, like lover or whatever, and then they send her in there down the the same slide tube. Well, which oh did did you say how they like what her crimes were? Oh no, I didn't say. So uh, apparently the dudes uh, they say that she was basically promiscuous, but not really because they said she had she had relations with. I think it was like three, three to four people. Three, yeah, three or four. Yeah, three partners. or four people. Like, I like that. How the fact that she banged a few dudes in a year is supposed to sound like preposterous. Like back yeah. then, like oh my god, like <laughs> that—that's the, the dystopian future or whatever. But like slut shaming is probably one of the only like things from this movie that still holds up. <laughs> like we're like, oh well, I mean, yeah, that probably like still, you know, yep. Somebody would still be mad about yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they trump up a bunch of bullshit charges. Basically, probably just the shit that Arnold found in her apartment. Like probably. the fact that she had a couple bootleg whatevers. Yeah. Uh, so we cut back to... No, they said oh. she was uh, Arnold's lover, too. Yes. Uh, we cut back to the, the runners as they're going through. Weiss realizes something about all the like satellite relays inside the game zone. Basically, that they're all pointing to somewhere inside the game zone and not out of it, which means that the network uplink has to be inside the game zone. Uh, they might have a chance to like fulfill the underground's plan if they can find the uplink and also get the code. Uh, but Arnold just wants to focus on survival. He just wants to get the fuck out of there. But the other two just go off without him, and he feels obligated, so he follows them. And yeah, but this come is, on, you nerd. Yeah, no one this, cares about satellites. This, this is the part I love. He, uh, Weiss is Weiss and Laughlin are talking about jamming the network, and Arnold goes, "Jam the network, jam it up your ass." <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, they run off, and I feel like he was 
supposed to be thinking because like he takes a second because they run off and he like sits sits yeah. there. He's supposed to be like thinking about whether or not he should move on, but Arnold just has a look, this look on his face like he forgot his line. <laughs> and he's like Christ, and then just like turns around like and runs yeah, back, just like goes back and catches up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> so at this point, we go. We cut up to like the stalker green room, and we see Jim Brown enter the movie. Uh, which like I like Jim Brown, but yeah. he struck me as an odd choice to play the Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> he's got those uh, fucking white streaks yeah, in his hair yeah, like yeah. i don't know what the fuck that is i'm sad i left that <laughs> joke <laughs> uh and then we we cut back to arnold who is still complaining about the fact that they're talking about uplinks and underground so he i love this line so much he goes uplinks underground uplinks underground if you guys don't shut up i'm gonna uplink your ass and you'll be underground <laughs> <laughs> These are fucking perfect lines. No notes. Uh, at this point, uh, Amber catches up to them all of a sudden. Yeah. And Ar- Arnold tackles her to the ground and lifts his fi- lifts his fist back like he's ready to cave her fucking head in. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying. Um, and then... Well, she was like, hey, wait, it's Amber. I just think... I thought it would have been funny if he's like, oh, yeah? And then just, start, <laughs> just starts punching on her just anyway. Like, you got me arrested! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they are uh, alerting them of amber's presence <laughs> Sorry. uh laura did have a comment on this but mm-hmm. they were nice enough to give her a hair tie yeah so, that is funny yeah she and they're like tying her hair up so it's like oh that's cool and have to like run around and flop around in her face and shit i wonder if all the female uniforms just come with hair ties yeah. just like uh, on the uh, wrist sorry. It's the eighties. That, that's a that's a, that's a scrunchie. That's true. Scrunchie. It's yeah. Definitely going to be a scrunchie. <laughs> uh, so as, as they're kind of sitting there arguing and Amber's complaining about stuff, Weiss like runs off to find the uplink, and they have to kind of follow him to keep him. Like he's basically single minded and not paying attention to anything. He just wants to find the uplink. Fucking nerds in their computers, man. <laughs> Uh, so they go running after him when all of a sudden they are confronted by these stalkers. Uh, so <laughs> you see Buzzsaw and Dynamo show up and like Buzzsaw starts like fucking riding at them and trying to fucking chainsaw him. And Laughlin, like a fucking moron, starts running at Buzzsaw like he's going to do something. He's yeah. like, you son of a bitch. And he starts running at him and Arnold has to hold him back. He's like, what was your plan there, well, man? <laughs> Buzzsaw did cut up the piece of wood that Arnold was holding, so I was maybe I th- thinking that. I like, think that was supposed to be steel. Or was it steel? I think it was supposed to be like okay. a beam. He's supposed to carry that around, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Motherfucker! That's an eye beam that's for Arnold only. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, he, he runs at him. Arnold has to hold him back, but it's uh, truly, I don't understand what he thought he was going to do there. Um... Let's see. So this at this point, the stalkers kind of break them up and split them up. So Arnold ends up with Laughlin with Buzzsaw chasing them. And then Dynamo is kind of chasing after Weiss and Amber. Weiss finds the uplink uh, finally. And then he goes for it, even though Amber is like really worried that Dynamo is going to find him because Dynamo is just kind of cruising around looking for him. He kind of lost him in all the hills and stuff. And then Arnold and Laughlin enter into this 
like basically haunted house like i don't know what the fuck was going on <laughs> it was really dark and there was like screams and weird like ghost yeah, noises no, happening it was, it was the uh it was uh killian's voice repeating over like stuff was it? like yeah oh because i was i was watching yeah it was like uh the intro of the uh the running like the running man thing oh but, okay, but it was like it. cutting in and out yeah it was it was just weird <laughs> uh and then uh, as the, as they're in like walking cautiously through there, all of a sudden the lights go up. We see Buzzsaw, and he starts charging at them. And Laughlin pushes Arnold out of the way and gets uh, gets slashed by Buzzsaw as he passes. Um, Arnold gets back up. He starts helping Laughlin to get out of like the middle of the wherever they are off to the side where he won't be in as much danger. When all of a sudden Buzzsaw pulls out his fucking like bolos or whatever they are, mm-hmm. like and lassos him with this uh, steel cable, and he gets dragged all around the warehouse by Buzzsaw, who is having way too much fun. <laughs> like the look on his face, I'm pretty sure he has like a fucking prostate massager built into the seat of that motorcycle. <laughs> it looks like, fucking... This is why I took that job. <laughs> yeah. He's got his teeth are clenched. He's smiling. He's sweating. Like, I swear to God. Uh, it stays like this to make it worth it. <laughs> like, I, I'm curious if, like, he's just, like, been down in his job. He's like, oh, it's, it's not even worth it anymore. There's no challenges. <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't, I don't feel anything with this. But then I see, like, this Arnold comes in. He's like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, ah, a worthy opponent finally. Yeah, fucking. Uh, so Arnold gets dragged all around and gets slammed into the wall uh, just long enough for there to be a little bit of slack in the line. As Buzzsaw turns around, so Arnold like wraps the cable around some like rebar or whatever, and then Buzzsaw takes off and gets fucking flung off his motorcycle when the line goes hot. So at this point, we cut back to Weiss, who breaks into like the uplink terminal, like the computer where he can access it, and uh, plays some puzzle games to figure out the special cheat code, which <laughs> which he tells Amber. Uh, <laughs> That she's going to have to memorize. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's some hardcore hacking there. Also some more. <laughs> okay, so we talked a lot about last, not last episode, uh, the Maggie episode about Arnold's, like, gun safety and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's terrible. Like, their safety and security, uh, ICS is also. Oh, yeah, awful. their IT security? <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking straight garbage. I mean, even it's their, a... like, prison security was garbage, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to know how hacking really works? I'll give you a sure. quick demo. Hey, uh, ring, 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 ring. This is me, Colin Neal. Oh, uh, uh, hello. Yeah, hey, uh, this is Joe from IT. Uh, you know, we got a thing with your uh, account. We're going to need your password, your username and password real, real, real quick to reset it. Oh, well, really? Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go. It's mo- Hacking is mostly just like, social engineering just just, fishing fishing for stupid people yeah yeah (laughs) just doing that shit and eventually like you'll get in somehow no one's like sitting at a keyboard like (laughs) with like three keyboards and like 17 screens just like going at it like (laughs) playing like mozart and bill and ted (laughs) (laughs) beethoven yeah beethoven that's what it is uh let's see oh yeah so he's hacking Amber is going to have to memorize the code. We cut back to Arnold at this point. Uh, Buzzsaw is on the ground, and 
Arnold is approaching the knocked out buzzsaw like fucking Simba trying to wake up Mufasa. (laughs) He's like, he's like very cautiously going over to him and he almost has a sad look on his face and and he's just, and buzzsaw's just like laying there on the ground. Um, But surprise, buzzsaw's actually awake. Uh, So he grabs Arnold, they wrestle for a second and then buzzsaw grabs one of his chainsaws and Arnold is just kind of dodging the chainsaw until eventually the chainsaw gets stuck in like a steel beam or something like that. And then Arnold starts to beat his ass. Uh, uppercuts him and just gives him a couple like rib shots. Um, they are fighting over the chainsaw for a minute as Buzzsaw is trying to like chainsaw Arnold's neck. And then eventually Arnold gets the upper hand again. Um, and <laughs> Arnold flips the chainsaw over and just chainsaws his balls right off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like yeah. to the point where he does that thing that happened in the 80s yeah where he sings the high note when his balls get hit castrato what is that what it's called castrato i mean castrating is when you cut somebody's balls off well that makes sense so i guess i've never heard that but that makes sense yeah i've never heard that now i gotta look it up go ahead yeah also uh yeah uh let's see nope no balls set up they're called (laughs) (laughs) what it's uh, a male singer castrated in boyhood so as to retain a soprano or alto voice. The mm-hmm. practice of castration was banned in 1903. <laughs> so it's castrating people or castrating get boys so they can sing in that voice forever. That is later than I thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously. 1903. Holy shit. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm curious what got them to do that, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, Buzzsaw falls over. Uh, we cut back to Weiss. Weiss is hacking away with the whatever fucking hexagonal security system he's talking about. I don't know. Uh, He gets the entire code, makes Amber memorize all the numbers and letters. But then right as they are successfully, right as he successfully hacks it, Dynamo finds him and zaps the shit out of Weiss. Just Mm -hmm. hits him with a full like lightning bolt. Uh, Amber screams because she also gets hit, I think, and Dynamo is about to get her. Uh, Arnold hears Amber scream and goes over and finds them. Uh, Dynamo, like, knocks out Amber with, like, a slight jolt. And then he jumps into his fucking, like, little Knight Rider slash boxcar (laughs) from Cool Runnings. (laughs) Then starts to chase him. Uh, Arnold remembers that, like, he's chasing Arnold all around, like, the twisted wasteland of the future. And then Arnold all of a sudden remembers, oh, I don't have to run on paved road. <laughs> I can run somewhere else. So he starts climbing up on the like the rocky hills and immediately Dynamo's go-kart flips over and he starts squealing like a German pig. Uh, <laughs> German pig? He's German, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, he had an accent. I don't know what, exactly what it was, but... Um, all right. I guess they. I, I know that they more play over there. <laughs> I know German. that they play right of the Valkyries later, v, so I, v, I think he's German. V. That's how German picks go. V V instead of V. Anyway, V V V V V V V V V V V V V V Dynamo starts begging for his life and telling, cut to commercial, cut to commercial. And uh, everybody wants Arnold to fucking kill him. Arnold picks up a like a piece of bar like he's going to stab him. And then he refuses to kill him and spares him. 
and the audience starts to fucking turn. They're all like, they're fucking, they're mad that he didn't kill a stalker now. Like, they don't give a shit. They just want to see somebody fucking die. They just want to see carnage. <laughs> Bloodlust. Yeah. Uh, so they're starting to turn, not so, not just on uh, Arnold. Like, they're not just mad at Arnold. They're also starting to turn on the show. Like, it's not giving them yeah. uh, what they want. Oh, <laughs> and then they're they're walking back towards Laughlin, and Amber asks, what happened to Buzzsaw? And Arnold goes, he had to split. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently, this is uh, Stephen D'Souza saying the line according to him. Like, what? Yeah, like he claims that he did some of the redubs or. Whatever. Oh, really? Like yeah. the ADR? Yeah, like, uh, and some of them were left in the movie. Like, so he did some just to fill it in the lines, hmm. but then some of them they were left in the movie. Uh, let's uh, and listen to it a few times. It still sounds like Arnold, but yeah. hey, whatever. Uh, so we cut back to the studio. Killian is trying to calm the crowd, like get everybody back on his side and, and assure them that there's going to be some killing at some point. Besides uh, all the stalkers that were killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fireball is the next stalker up. So Jim Brown gets called up and has to go suit up. Um, Arnold and Amber are going back for Laughlin and they find him, but he is dying because unfortunately getting hit with a chainsaw is fatal. So Laughlin, as he's dying, makes Arnold promise to get to the underground's like secret broadcast zone inside the game area uh, so that Amber can give them the code and they can start the revolution, uh, which Arnold kind of reluctantly kind of agrees to. I don't know. I don't think he actually agrees right then and there, but. You can clearly see he's he's conflicted about it. Uh, I think this is a little later, but Killian calls Fireball the number one rusher. Yeah, not stalker, which is oh, always yeah, that's weird. True. Um, which wasn't even true at the time because Jim Brown <laughs> did have the most career rushing yards of all time. <laughs> but a few years before this movie, Walter Payton broke that record. So. <laughs> um, oh, well, I, I wonder if that was like, in Jim Brown's contract. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. like he, like. Uh, Jim Brown asked to be for it to be in the the uh, the script, and then Steve Nasuza was like, "Well, I heard that I said number one rusher." He's like, yeah. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> it's in the script. Yeah. It's fourteen but, game seasons. That's sixteen games like these pansies are playing now. Wait, how's that? <laughs> so, uh, Killian is in his off. Killian goes back to his office uh, during like a commercial break to have like a private conversation with Arnold. Where he basically broadcasts himself directly to Arnold, and then only they can see it. He offers for Arnold to actually become a stalker, and he'll give him a full contract, and he will be—he'll have like a private credit line and all this stuff. To which Arnold uh, politely declines <laughs> by saying, uh, <laughs> "When he gets offered the contract, he says, I live to see you eat that contract.'" but I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, yeah. Um, I have have a little thing. So, I don't know how I found this, but I'm glad I did because in this scene, uh, it's this scene, but someone took the time to redub it and for some reason, it is hilarious. He saves my life. (laughs) It should be me down there. <laughs> ben. ben, I gotta hand it to you, pal. <laughs> you got the whole network here when you're not wrong. Why never ship and buy cards to the Justice Department in crates? 
So that's why this little <laughs> call is just between you and I. It's uh, not going out. Someone figured out how to use iMovie's echo effect. <laughs> how would you like a three-year contract? Guaranteed a cadre credit line and a beachfront condo. Sound impossible? Then it's a standard deal for a network stalker. And I know real talent when I see it, Ben. And I just hate to see you get cancelled tonight when he could go the distance. Say the word, Ben. And you can be the one doing the stalking. What do you think? Yeah! You cold-blooded bastard! I'll tell you what to think of it! I'll live to see you eat that contract! But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! It 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 just it just sounds like kind of sounds like Joe doing it. No offense, sorry. No, I mine is pretty bad. So I think all of ours are pretty bad. Oh, you guys actually got pretty good. So at this point, he. Uh, after Arnold says that, he basically breaks the camera that Killian's looking through, and we cut back to Killian, and he looks shaken for like the first time in this movie, like like he actually kind of believes Arnold for the first time. Uh, I I don't know if this was intentional or if like a scene got cut out or something, but I noticed all his producers are smiling and like laughing in that maybe, scene. Maybe they just hate him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm not sure if they cut out like a line of dialogue or a scene or something where they show that all his producers like I really hate him. That, but... but yeah, like all of his producers in the room are smiling and laughing. Huh. Um, so then we go back to the studio where we see Fireball's intro. Uh, Captain Freedom is in the green room looking a little nervous and like looking at an old picture of himself and realizing that he might have to come out of retirement. Let's see. Jim Brown... <laughs> Is strutting around the stage. He's got a flamethrower and a jetpack, and he's in like all silver. All silver. Uh, he kind of looks like a fucking Ghostbuster. <laughs> um, do, do you think it, Jim Brown thought this was going to be like his big acting break? Like he's like, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. I am wondering no, if he, he was... thought it was going to be a little more serious or like a little more. Uh, was he know. in some? I know he's in Mars Attacks. No, I mean he was in a lot of stuff. Like was he? That's why he uh, retired from. Well, one of the reasons he retired from football early, but like as soon as he uh, retired, he was like an actor in a bunch of stuff. Oh, shit. Wow. Let's see. Dirty Dozen. Dirty Dozen? Uh, Isn't the Dirty Dozen? Yeah. Is that like a remake? No, no like the original. No, the original one. When was the original Dirty Dozen? I thought that was the 1967. Oh, 67? Yeah. That's when, when, did Jim Brown, when did Jim Brown play football? Like the early 60s? He retired in like 60. Holy shit. Wow. I'm back. like 20. Okay. Yeah. That makes... ah. That's why I was confused. I thought he I thought he played in like the 70s. So did I. <laughs> no. Excuse <laughs> me. Dorks. <laughs> uh, let's see. We go back to the audience. Oh, he's uh, in Running Man. That's cool. <laughs> oh, that's what I know him from. Fuck. Killian is asking uh, an old lady from the audience who is going to make the next kill between Fireball and Dynamo. And the old lady thinks about it for a while, and then she decides she's going to pick Richards, mm-hmm. Ben Richards, Arnold. And <laughs> she goes, that boy's one mean motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just a good line from that old lady. It's true. And so when she does that, everybody's kind of confused, and it throws everybody off. And then we cut to like the, the huddled masses that are out in the street betting on the running man. And 
they're all pretty confused and then one guy says that he wants to bet on richards and all of a sudden the crowd goes crazy they all start to bet on richards so he's kind of turning things around uh richards and amber are out in the game zone trying to look for the underground secret hideout and they are found by fireball who confronts them uh they're kind of running through this big hallway in like a warehouse or something arnold distracts fireball by like throwing drums of oil at him and just long enough for amber to get away and fireball uses the uh uses his flamethrower and all of a sudden there's a huge fire and i think arnold thought that was going to take him out but then it reveals that fireball is fireproof which in retrospect makes a whole lot of sense <laughs> like yeah i don't know like they had me too for a second i was like oh this is how he's gonna get rid of fireball and then i was like oh yeah he'd probably have some safety precautions built into that suit <laughs> yeah um makes sense yeah uh so amber is now separated from arnold they're kind of playing hide and seek with fireball amber ends up in like what looks like a locker room and screams when she finds a corpse um it turns out to be the three dead bodies and they have dog tags on them that say whitman price and haddad who were supposedly last year's or last season's winners and Fireball finds her as he as she's going through their stuff and tells her they were actually last season's losers. Losers. <laughs> and he's about to kill her when all of a sudden Arnold comes out of nowhere from like the ceiling and breaks his fuel line and knocks him down. In he gets trapped in the corner of like the locker room area. Arnold gets Amber out of the way and then throws a flare at him and blows him the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as they're leaving, Arnold gives a what a hothead <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh you forgot to mention the best part uh when fireball shows up amber's like jesus christ and arnold's like not quite oh yeah <laughs> i forgot about that line <laughs> because uh, uh fireball is like flying in with his jetpack and he lands on the hill and they see him from far away uh, okay <laughs> uh let's see <laughs> what <laughs> it's funny yeah yeah. uh so at this point now we see the crowd is actually starting to cheer for richards like they're totally on his side pretty much uh and we also see that captain freedom is called up from the bench uh we go to he looks like a microwave too yeah well that's that's coming up in this next scene so we go to the booth where killian is kind of uh pissed off and yelling at everybody when all of a sudden (laughs) uh jesse ventura busts into the room looking Looking like the robot character I created in the WWF video game from the late 90s. <laughs> they had like a character creation thing. And I just was like, I'm going to pick all the robot parts. <laughs> and that's what he fucking looks like. He's like super angular and like shiny chrome. Yeah. with a bunch. Of, I don't even know what those gadgets are supposed to do. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're all like squeaking and in the way and shit. Um, but basically he starts to argue with Killian and tells him that... He doesn't need any of this stupid gadget crap and that he won't do it, that this used to be a sport of blood and honor. And he's like fucking, and Killian's like, spare me the gladiator code and basically tells him, you're going to fucking do whatever I say. And Mm. Killian tells him no, or sorry, not Killian. Uh, Captain Freedom tells him no. Killian tells his guard to kick uh, Captain Freedom out of the booth and the guard doesn't want to do it, probably because Killian's being such a dickbag and Killian goes... What's the matter? Steroids make you deaf? <laughs> and and Do then, steroids make you deaf? They might. All right. I mean, I don't know. 
Shrink your balls, what happened they might to, shrink your ear canal. That's what happened to Lou Frick now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he gets kicked out, and then uh, we cut back to Arnold and Amber, who are still looking for the underground secret hideout when all of a sudden they get trapped, like the, the walls just kind of close in around them and trap them in a cage. Uh, we go back to the studio where we see like a memorial dance routine for all the stalkers that they lost that evening. Yeah, so all the you, dancers are in black. And what, yeah, do these girls like this? He's gone for like, ha, like, fifteen minutes to a half hour at a time. So, I maybe this is how like the three hour sh- it ends up being a three hour show because like <laughs> yeah. maybe it's not like tape like the. Final taping is in three hours. It's just like a, mm. if you're gonna go there, it's gonna be at least three hours yeah, because this, this motherfucker goes off stage like, <laughs> like he's gone for like a half hour at a time. Yeah, because the, like the people in the studio on between this and him going and talking to Richards la- the last time, like mm-hmm. he's been he's been gone for quite yeah. a while. That's a serious amount of time. Uh, yeah. So the dancers are doing like a memorial dance team for all the uh, stalkers, and while they're doing that, Killian is in the producers' booth, like. Basically making a deep fake where like one of his producers has come up with the technology to like map Arnold's face to another person. And so they're kind of clearly going to fake some shit at the end here. Uh, it turns out that the people who trapped Arnold and Amber were the underground. Fleetwood Mick. Yep. Uh, Mick takes them to their secret spot uh, where they are getting ready to do nothing. Because what were they going to do without that code? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> We are uh, welcome. Welcome to our tunnel. We're gonna hang out for a little while. Uh, we're not gonna attack anybody because we don't have the codes. <laughs> have a seat. Drink a beer. Put on another world's gym shirt. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> By the way, he's wearing he's wearing world world's gym shirt earlier. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. when he's uh, he was. When, yeah. yeah when they were taking the bomb collars off. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So when they're in the underground's like secret hideout, they're watching the Running Man show. And we see that Killian is introducing, like, okay, we're in the last act now. Captain Freedom, uh, or Riches, is about to come up on Captain Freedom. And then Killian plays the deep fake. So we still get to see Arnold fighting uh, Jesse Ventura, but it's, like, fake. It's basically not real. Um, and so they have a fight. He basically instantly breaks Amber's neck, and then he... Him and Arnold have a decent fight, and then he throws Arnold against a wall of spikes and kills him. And so, I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm not like 99% sure that the double they used to fight Captain Freedom is Peter Kent, who is the stuntman that got hurt uh, while filming a racer. Oh, really? Not, yeah. Hmm. Nice. Arnold and Amber see that, and Amber's kind of excited at first because she thinks, okay, well, we're dead now, so like, we can just be done with all this shit. And Arnold's like, no, you fucking idiot. That means that we can't, nobody can ever see us in public now. Otherwise, yeah. they're, they're like, the jig is going to be up. I also like how, like, this uh, technology is feasible now, but it's just, like, mainly used for porn and like, putting <laughs> yeah. Avengers into 80s movies, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Um, so, yeah, uh, in the background, after they show that, like, on the screen, they're doing, like, the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, what's next? I don't know. Titles were made by type M wrong. Type them wrong. <laughs> Makeup was done by paint your face. And the art director was red G blue in primary colors. <laughs> just in the, 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 the credits for this. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. It. That should have been your credit section. Um, let's see. 
so at this point, uh, Amber lets everybody know, like, oh, I have the uplink code, and now we know where the uplink is. So Mick decides, okay, now we can finally make our move. We're going to take over the uplink while uh, Zappa Jr. over here makes sure that the network can't switch off to another satellite when we start our uh, revolution. Uh, Arnold basically volunteers to lead the attack on the studio because he doesn't think that they'll be able to do it by themselves and also because he wants to get back to Killian. You know, I honestly never knew that Mick Fleetwood was wearing makeup until I read the trivia for this. Really? <laughs> yeah, but I also didn't know that that was Mick Fleetwood, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> I know his name's not Mick Fleetwood. Wait, is it Mick Fleetwood? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not go. Fleetwood Mick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm saying that wrong. That's why I was so confused earlier, but you yeah. just kept at it. Fleetwood Mick. Anyway. Uh, so... Amber, at this point, also gives Mick the original Bakersfield footage um, to play instead of... There's also more dancing. Yeah, there's more dancing (laughs) all through it. There's dancing sprinkled in all throughout here. Uh, She gives him the original Bakersfield footage to play instead of him making a speech, because she thinks it'll be more convincing, I guess. Um, And then Arnold asks her how she smuggled the footage into the game zone, and she just looks at him and goes, none of your business. Uh, yeah and then arnold and the team uh break into the studio as mick is kind of coordinating all the uplink stuff and he makes like a star trek reference here uh he tells the dude he's working with like uh, you have the comms mr spock and the dude is just confused because he's never seen star trek as killian is wrapping up the show and kind of bringing everything to a close that's when the underground decides to take over and you see all sorts of footage. You see, like, they, they basically make the speech from before about last season's winners. But instead of seeing their faces, you see the corpses. And Which, then they show... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, how do they get footage of that? But I have no idea. Whatever. <laughs> and then they show the footage, the actual footage from Breakersfield. Everybody starts to kind of turn on Killian. And that's when Arnold busts in and a shootout starts between him, his people and all the guards. Uh, that would have been great if he would have had that puck. He would be like, "Hey, Killian, puck you!" And then he throws <laughs> the puck. <laughs> Knuckle puck. <laughs> uh, let's see. And Amber. Okay, so I was actually a little confused. I don't know what Amber's doing during this part. Uh, She's walking, just wandering through another around. part of the building. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Amber's wandering through a different hallway in the ICS building, and that's when uh, Dynamo finds her and confronts her. And he's got all his shit working again. And he starts being a real incel piece of shit. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like, oh, you were laughing at me in the field, you stupid bitch. Why aren't you laughing now? Why is What's not funny? And she goes, she goes back with the line, there's nothing, a, there's nothing funny about a dickless moron with a battery up his ass. <laughs> and then kicks him in the balls. Uh, tries well, no, to. He, like he says, like he's like, I'll show you dickless, but like maybe he really was dickless and he was just trying to show her that he didn't have a dick <laughs> maybe but you guys think of that like he was like but then she went she electrocuted him he's like i was just trying to show you it's my... like yeah look what the studio did to me i'm yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm on your side but <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure he just wanted her to see his fucking tidy whities uh but she uh she had a gun she starts shooting it wildly it hits one of the sprinklers they go off and he basically dies from electrocution we cut back to the studio arnold finds killian and basically all the audience member has been ushered out everyone is safe um dweezel is up in the 
up in the booth making sure that the producers don't uh, change off to another satellite so that the broadcast goes out properly. Oh, he says, don't touch that dial, <laughs> yeah. which is a, a timely reference. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it was at the time, but now <laughs> it's not. So I yeah. guess it actually was a timely reference. It's a Zappa song, right? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, that, that yeah, was just like a part of yeah, phrase back then. But yeah, you're right. Uh, let's see. Oh, so at this point, it's just Arnold and Killian in the studio by themselves. And uh, Killian starts to try and kind of like weasel him, weasel his way out of uh, Arnold killing him, basically. You know what? Better that than them start fighting and then them try to pretend that Killian actually stands a chance of yep. against him. Very true. Uh, we do get a little bit of a fake out because the guard shows up all of a sudden. Yeah. And Killian's like, aha, now I fucking got you. This guy's going to wipe the floor with you. And the guard walks up, basically, and is silent the whole time. And just kind of stands there. And Killian's like, what are you waiting for? The guard, the guard, uh, instead of actually doing anything, just, sa- just says to Killian, I got to go score some steroids and walks away. And then Killian knows he's fucked. Uh, Arnold straps him into the rocket sled, sends him down the, the uh, <clears throat> sends him down the slide, and he goes crashing into a Cadre Cola billboard. And the the which I forgot to mention earlier, the catchphrase of Cadre Cola is, "Well, that hit the spot." <laughs> <laughs> and, and so that's what Arnold says after he crashes into the billboard. He goes, "Well, that hit the spot." Yeah, and for some reason he blows up. Yes, oh. that is an explosive billboard, as most of billboards in 2017 were oh yeah i forgot about that yeah okay that was so a huge problem who do we think blew up was it the sign or killian like <laughs> well, in the sled I, i'm guessing it's it's killian because yeah. the car that he's in does have like little rocket things yeah, like, that gets him going yeah. oh, okay. it literally is like I rocket powered. he had uh, just like a bunch of chilean white castle breakfast <laughs> <laughs> like chilean <laughs> <laughs> that's why he eats chili he's just like uh, chilean okay anyway uh <laughs> so he dies uh killian explodes and the crowd goes fucking wild the crowd everywhere the crowd on the streets and in the bars and all that shit uh everybody loves it and then <laughs> we cut to like one of the fucking corniest 80s songs I've ever fucking heard. That song, that's, that song <laughs> sounds like a parody, like a South Park parody song. Yeah, like sincerely. Yeah. And then fucking Amber shows up and all of a sudden this is a fucking love story. Like they didn't want to kill each other for half the movie. Yeah. And they fucking like they get to kiss at the end and walk away into the like quote unquote sunset in the yeah. fucking studio. It sounds like like they're, they're the South Park montage song. Yeah, seriously. Do a montage, montage. <laughs> Uh, do, who did that song? Do we know? It sounded. Familiar. Oh, I had it, but then I was like, eh, nobody cares to do that yeah, song. But you know, it's not very good. But it's corny no. as fuck and very eighties. It is very eighties. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Um, at this point, we can uh, we can cut over to Joe for his very special segment that I personally have renamed. Uh, <laughs> We're going to cut to our next uh, segment where Joe goes through the credits and finds some funny or interesting names, uh, which I've decided to call Joe Namath. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to do something extremely fun. We're going to play a wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? All right. Well, thanks for the name. Uh, So we don't have much. You know, we talked about uh, Fleetwood Nick and Mm -hmm. Professor Toro Tanaka, Dweezil Zappa. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> you know, what'd be great is if you didn't know who those people were because whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, so there's, this, the there's this guy. Why, <laughs> why does this movie have so many crazy names? <laughs> Dweezil Zappa. <laughs> yeah. oh. What kind of fucking, fucking stupid name is that? <laughs> um, and we also mentioned earlier that it was Richard Bachman instead of Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, Franco Colombo was in this as a cop at some point. Really? Uh, yeah. Huh. Um, of course, we got Dick Warlock. You know, he does stunts <laughs> for a lot of these. But every time I see him, I got like his name's uh, Dick Warlock. Yep. <laughs> what a fucking name. What a champion. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the other one, um, Phil Hilton, he was the, uh, the announcer guy. Oh yeah. You know, like, yeah. Squidward. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. What? That's Squidward. Sorry. Uh, oh, Roger Bumpass. Yes. Roger oh. Bumpass. Bumpass. Okay. He's we a voice have... actor. That makes sense. I think when we originally recorded this episode, we probably talked about that. Yeah. That was <laughs> he, he's, uh, he does Squidward's voice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 He's great. Because if you watch like to the end of the credits, they do oh, another. Yeah. Um, he does more like voiceover at the end. Yeah, he does all the like who sponsored the Running Man. Yeah, uh, which is that's pretty great. <laughs> he does. Yeah, if you listen, if you go to the very end of the credits, oh. he's like, uh, Damon Killian's wardrobe provided by oh. blah blah blah. Yeah, so that's a pretty fun part of the movie. And who does the song at the end? It's John Parr. I just assumed it was like a semi-famous band from that time. Mm-mm. And that'll do it for this episode, but we will be back next week to wrap things up for The Running Man uh, with a little bit of movie trivia as well as our final thoughts. But until then, have a great week, and we will... Get the party, Richter!